Yes, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to another Rugby Muscle Podcast. I'm your host as always, TJ, and we are still balls deep in these very, very, very strange times, but that does not mean that podcasting stops, that does not mean that your learning stops, that does not mean that the training has to stop, because we have to keep moving forward no matter what uh, circumstances we are given or what circumstances we are placed in or situation we have to get out of we still have to keep progressing forward and that's the mentality that I hope all of you listeners are taking on board going through this trying time but you know as we continue with the podcast as I said before I'm your host as always TJ and we are continuing today's episode by continuing the hacks theme or the hacks series and uh, the first episode was Hypertrophy Hacks in episode 148, and I was going to continue that series with Fat Loss Hacks, and then Strength Hacks, and then Power Hacks, and then Speed Hacks, but those episodes seem relatively redundant, or at least they're not as helpful as this episode could be to you right now, where we are talking about at-home training hacks, and then if anything, it's at-home life hacks, because these are things that as someone who works from home or primarily works from home, such as myself, these are things that I've had to spend years sort of struggling with and wrestling with and understanding. And these are things that I would consider the basics, but they are essentially rules, much like with the hypertrophy hacks episode, like we have to talk about the basics before we talk about any sort of freakish things that, you know, you can do a tiny thing that will give you a huge return. But with that being said, these are rules that are going to give you so much more freedom. They're going to help you um, make sure that you're the person that's progressing throughout this time because there are going to be two, there are kind of two sorts of people that are going to come out of this month to two months to maybe three, four, however long this period is going to happen. There are going to be two sorts of people that uh, rise up as a result of this. And I've, I've put this as an analogy of the dark, is it the dark night rises is the one where Batman gets, um, or Bruce Wayne gets put in that prison, and that prison is where most people are going to suffer and just rot and die. He makes a point to train his ass off, go work really hard, and then he ends up leaving that, um, leaving that prison and comes back and saves Gotham City. Um, you know, that's the literally what happened in that, but it's the the idea of most people are just going to feel sorry for themselves, sit at home and watch TV and do nothing else and work unproductively, maybe, you know, risk even losing their job. And like these things are going to happen, but it's the proactive people that take care of business that are going to come out of this in the good. And so it's your choice, really. And no matter what, like these are circ- the circumstances are beyond your control. So you can control, you, you have no choice but to really take control of what you can. And by setting some rules, setting, abiding by some of these hacks, I believe that you're going to be in the best position to go forward, hopefully with your work, but at least with your training. And I think that all this stuff sort of bleeds into each other. Like by being the most productive person that you can be, you're going to allow yourself more freedom with your training. By training efficiently, you're going to be more motivated to work hard. You're going to have all those endorphins. You're going to feel good. You're going to be more productive. So let's just kick off this um hacks episode with number one which is don't panic um i've said it before and i've said it in every time i've addressed this covid19 situation nothing is ever you know it's easier said than done it's a theoretical discussion but nothing is ever going to be gained from panicking like i've you you, you've probably played in a game of rugby where your team's panicking you pay a bit frantic and you know that that's not going to accomplish the goal you know in jujitsu 
you're essentially grappling to to submission. So you're fighting almost to the death, right? And the more I pan the more you panic in jujitsu, the more you're going to struggle and the less likely you are to win. The less likely you are to have the match go in the direction that you want it. You know, you can apply this for anything in life. There's no real situation where panicking is going to be a benefit. So just don't panic, okay? Be proactive, figure out what you can do, figure out what you can control. And hopefully by the end of this episode, you understand that you've got quite a lot of control and that doing these simple things are going to help you prepare for the best. Okay, cool. Number two, I would advise not doing random at-home workouts. I've said this as well before, but it's worth re-emphasizing and I'm just going to try and go through these points really quick, The ones, especially the ones I've said before, but I really want to make sure that these are home, points that are hammered home to you guys because they're so incredibly important and they are the basics to be able to get results. So if you're doing random at-home workouts, you're going to get random results. It's not. It doesn't take any genius to structure any sort of workout that can make you sweat. It doesn't take any genius to structure any sort of workout that's going to make you tired or sore or any of these sorts of things. Like, here we go. 50 burpees as far as you can. Boom. You're going to be tired. You're going to um, be sweaty. You're going to be probably a little bit sore from it. But is this going to be productive in terms of getting your results? I highly doubt it. Those people that consistently get results are the ones who have actual goals in mind. They have things that they want to achieve. So make sure that you're someone that does that. Make sure that you you listen to our goal setting episodes. We've done these plenty of times before on the podcast. We've also spoken about it a ton of time on the Rubby Muscle Athletes Facebook page. But the more you can understand that you what results you want and then work backwards from there, the better you have of an idea of how to structure your training. So for a lot of you rugby guys, understand that now is probably the time to really hammer home some conditioning. Now we don't have to be overly specific with the conditioning, so we don't have to do like real high-intensity stuff all of the time. But it could be a time to work on a bit of speed. It could be a time to work on a bit of technique, but it could be just a time to really work on that ticker. Work on your heart, work on that sort of aerobic conditioning, and understand that that is probably going to be the thing that you can, you know, not having access to a gym can interfere with minimally because you still have the pavement. You still, most of you will still have a, a field within running distance. You will have a field easily. Every single person listening to this will be able to have somewhere that they can run to that they can go and have a, um, a workout in a conditioning session in. Um, and that's easily done. And then from there, I think that, you know, if you're worried about losing muscle, it only takes one session a week to make sure that you're maintaining most of your strength and most of your hypertrophy because by doing the high-intensity sprints or by doing any sort of conditioning work, you're still going to get a decent training stimulus for your body that it want to hold onto most of your muscle. Plus, you add in one sort of body weight session a week and you'd be surprised at how little you'd regress. And if anything, any sort of regressions that you do make are going to be easily got back once you get back into the gym um you know and if you're really concerned about losing strength there's e there's i've put a video up on the rugby muscle athletes facebook page about some gear that you can buy from home depot that is cost less than 20 dollars um any listeners from around the world can go into any sort of home type warehouse uh shop if they're available if not they can get stuff delivered as well uh that are very similar to the things I outlined in that video on the rugby muscle athletes facebook page but it takes one session a week to make sure that you're holding on to nearly all of your hypertrophy 
Um, if you completely drop out, there's a good chance that you'll lose a lot and then you've got a lot further to sort of gain back. But if just if you just do one session, it's so, so, so much easier to maintain muscle mass than it is to try and build it. So if you're just focusing on maintaining it, one session a week will do wonders. And then you might be at the stage where you're doing, you know, you, you've been training four to five times a week to try and gain muscle mass and you're still not sure if, you, if you're doing that. that. That still might apply, but you 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 only need like one ninth of the training volume to able to maintain to be able to maintain most of your muscle than you are to grow it. So if you even if you're training at a ninth of the volume that you were training before, which is like you know tiny, you're not you're not doing it barely anything. You're still going to hold on to most of your strength and most of your hypertrophy, and any sort of loss that you will that you 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 experience can be gained back once you get back into the gym. So once again, I'd advise you going towards a conditioning sort of approach. Rugby-muscle.com forward slash training camp launches next Monday the 30th. If you're if you're interested in something like that, then you know just go ahead, go to go to that page, rugby-muscle.com forward slash training camp and sign up there. I'm taking you through exactly how I would program a conditioning block with my athletes during this time and that's absolutely free and you can go ahead and experience that um, if you really are trying to hold on or if you're really trying to figure out if you can maintain if you can even grow some muscle during this time then we're looking at training a lot more consistently and actually we're looking at training a lot more consistently regardless because of this the fact that you're stuck at home the fact that you don't have you, you know your obligations have been brought down to almost zero your training can take a, a, a front seat. It can, it can finally not have to fit around the rest of your life. You can almost plan a lot of your life around your training. So that means that you should be able to train every single day, which is my point number, what is this, number three, I guess, three or three or four, because we've, we've said don't do random stuff, potentially target your conditioning, and don't panic. So this would be number four. And all I want you to do is set aside a consistent time every single day that you're going to train. And I would pick from these three windows. So the start of your day, so just before you either start working, so you can go get up, do whatever you gotta do, go train, get some breakfast in, start your working day is one option. Lunchtime obviously is another great option. A lot of people go for, for a training session during their lunch breaks anyway. It's a really good way to sort of break up your day if you're stuck at the house the entire day it's a really good way to sort of break up your day and have you be more productive and avoid that afternoon slump which ends up turning into an evening slump which ends up turning into a one week slump potentially breaking up your day by having a, a training session at lunchtime is also a great way to do it or it's a hard stop to for you to finish your day because if you're working at home sometimes the temptation can be to train or oh, to train to work until 9 10 p.m because there's just no off switch you've got no time to go home you can you can carry on working whilst you're eating your dinner you can also still have your laptop sat on your lap whilst you're watching netflix at 9 p.m sort of half assed and doing a little bit of work and next thing you know it's midnight and you still can't get to sleep and that way you know you're, you're just not going to be productive in that sort of session so maybe setting a time to right it's 5 p.m i've finished my working day i'm going to grab a snack and then i'm going to train at 5 30 or it's 5 p.m. I finished my training, or I finished my working day, and I'm going to start training straight away at 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. or whenever it is. If you want to start your day later and train later, that's fine. All these options are great options, but I would advise not 
picking and choosing between those three times each day, but sticking to those every single day. And that way you've got some semblance of routine that will help you with your working life structure. That will help you with your, uh, you know, your chill out time, as I've already said, because if you're, especially that evening one, like that ends up finishing your day and then you can spend the rest of your time chilling out. And as I've mentioned before, a lot of people are going to try and come out of this, this, um, time of self-isolation and this time of quarantine and, and social distancing a lot a lot better and they're, they're going to really try and you know be as productive as they can during this time but that doesn't mean that you can't have time to chill out you need time to chill out so planning around that as well is going to be really important and if you're setting that aside that time to train each day you're not questioning oh maybe you know outside of those windows so say if you are training in the morning or you train at lunch in the evening, you don't feel guilty for watching Netflix and be like, ah, oh, I could be training right now. You know you've already taken care of your business. Or, you know, lunchtime you go out for a walk or something and you're not beating yourself up saying, oh, I should be training because you know you're going to train in the evening. So no matter what, set yourself the same time, set yourself some time aside every single day at the same time to train. That way you've got a good little bit of a routine. On top of that, it's also going to prime your body to train at that time and you're going to feel more energized uh, naturally during that time as well so that's an extra benefit and it's going to give you you know all the endorphins all that good stuff and it's just going to allow you obviously if you listen to this podcast you're you're taking time out and you're you're serious about hitting your goals so it's going to allow you to do that during this time and stay motivated because it's just something that you do at the same time every single day now if you are self-isolating or if you're on lockdown or any sort of those sorts of things where everything is closed and you're stuck at the house for the entire day then I would also take those three periods and I'd use one of those periods to train and then the other two of those periods to go out for a walk. I think that if you are breaking up your day with nature, particularly if you can go outside and walk in nature, it's going to be a good thing. But even if it's not in nature, you're getting some sunlight, you're getting you're getting some, uh, you know, you're breathing some of that nice outdoor fresh air. Even if you live in a fucking city, it still gets at, it still gets you out of that zone of being stuck in the house. Um, on top of that, as someone who appreciates food very much, <laughs> um, I think that going out for a walk is also a good thing because if you're stuck at the house, you're going to be burning a lot less calories either on your commute or if you've been previously training for rugby or if you've been doing whatever you do, like leaving the house is burning calories because you're going out and you're, you're walking and you're doing these other active things. And all of a sudden, that's all stopped. So if you're stuck in, you know, say you live in a small apartment, you could feasibly get by not, and not even walk a, th- a thousand steps. And say previously you were someone that had to walk from office to office or appointment to appointment. Maybe you commuted using public transport. That could easily lower your daily calorie need by like up to a thousand calories. So just going out on those walks is going to help buffer, give you that some sort of buffer for that as well. And then it's also going to give you the benefits of breaking up your day, like I've said, that your training session can do. Now, when we're also talking about calories, I also think that it could be a really good thing if you're training in the afternoon or in the evening to consider intermittent fasting as well. So that the walk, if you're just breaking up your day with walks, you don't need to fuel that or anything. You don't need to worry about eating. But it also lowers that or makes that window a lot smaller that you might be tempted to eat a lot of snacks during so you know say you're only going to eat between 2 p.m and 8 p.m that's a lot that's a limited window where you're going to be doing lots of other things and it's a limited window that you're going to be able to snack or eat um you know 
just shit really just continue eating throughout the day so that's a really good way to sort of handle potentially not putting on too much weight um but bearing in mind that if you're trying to lose weight that and you're not lifting at all or not lifting to the frequency that you were or to the intensity that you were that that you know potentially trying to lose too much fat is going to risk losing muscle so just bear that in mind i would i would try and just um, maintenance calories so i try and keep your weight about the same during this time just because that way you know you can fuel yourself enough to get fitter but you're not going to be worried about losing any muscle or anything like that and then when you know the gyms re- do reopen then we can lift to make sure that we get any muscle that we've lost back but we can also potentially recomp because we've got that and we, we're now more conditioned we can train harder that's sort of how i would plan it but if you're training yeah afternoon or evening then a really good way to sort of hack your calories away is to make sure that you're um, intermittent fasting and therefore you've got yourself a lot smaller of a window to overdo your snacks. Um, You can also make sure that you're just having three big meals and that way you're staying satiated for that and you're fuller and you're avoiding the temptation to snack because you're fuller and you don't have to rely on being hungry and then avoiding snacks whereas you're actually just going to be full and the snacks are just kind of hidden away. And that would be that's something that's not gonna that's on my fat loss hacks is keep all tempting snacks either out of the house if you can if you're with a family or if you're with other people that that have a lot of snacks just keep them right out of sight keep them in cupboards in the kitchen away from your vision so that you're not tempted to snack on them every time you go into the kitchen and walk past them. Boom. So I guess intermittent fasting was another hack there. So what is that one two? three, four, five, That's, this would be hack number six, after intermittent fasting, would be wake up at the same time every single day, I would say go to bed and wake up at the same time every single day, but that's actually too much of a focus, because what happens is, if you say you're going to go to bed at the same time every single day, you will inevitably push that bedtime back, just because of the distractions that we have these days, and just because that's the natural human tendency to do with when you with a winding down routine particularly if we've got netflix and all this other media that we've got or anything really that you're doing to wind down it can be addicting to just to keep that going so you watch one more episode on netflix or you watch one more or you play one more game of whatever video game that you play i sound really out of touch when i talk about video games but yeah you play one more round or you do whatever you know and it's easy to say right i'm gonna go to bed 11 p.m every night and all of a sudden it's 12.30 and you're like, well, I guess I don't have anything to wake up for now because I can just push my working day back a little bit later. And so you say, right, I'm going to wake up a little bit later. But then what happens is then you wake up a little bit later. That means that by the time it comes to your earlier bedtime, you're definitely not tired, potentially even by your later bedtime, the time that you went to bed the night before. So it gets to 12.30 at night and you're still not tired because you woke up later. That's gonna. That's a sort of a never-ending cycle unless you break that cycle by shortening your sleep and the longer you shorten your sleep or the longer that you consistently wake up at the same time the more your your body's naturally going to just try and wake up at that time anyway and that means that your body's going to naturally feel tired a little bit earlier and eventually you're going to be able to nail your sleep and this is this is incredibly important because again we don't have as much to wake up for in the morning or is not as much urgency. We don't have a train that we have to get to to get to the office at a certain time. And we can sort of hack away our morning and you can even sort of justify to yourself, well, even if you have to log online to something, you can just log online from your bed 
and then start your morning and then you're actually not doing anything for the first two hours of your day, even though you're logged on to whatever interweb space thing that you have that allows your office to monitor when you're online. So even with that scenario, we've got to make sure that we sort of wake up every the same time every single day. And now we've got a routine. We've got a day sort of set about us. And that way we can get um, a productive training session in every, at the same time every single day. We can make sure that we're working and we're being productive with that as well. And that we're going to be motivated because there's nothing more, there's nothing less motivating than you know, it's a it's a physics statement, but a body in motion stays in motion, and a body that is not in motion doesn't stay in motion. I don't, I've butchered that, but you understand the point. If you are moving, if you're taking care of business, it's a lot easier to stay motivated than it is to get motivated. It's a lot easier to stay moving, stay progressing, than it is to start all over again. So, the more structure yourself, the more you structure your day the more you'll be able to stay on top of everything and keep moving forward. And on that, I think we'll end this podcast here. I think you've you've got some real good basics. You've got the lay of the land. You've got an understanding of how you should be treating your training during this time. You've also got rugby-muscle.com forward slash training camp. If you are someone that wants to use this time to really improve their conditioning, go ahead and sign up there. And we'll be starting, like I said, next Monday but we'll have some information coming out in this next few days that will help you get prepared for that and make sure that we're all in, you know, we're all progressing together. But without, you know, with this structure, you've now got time to progress, make sure that you're moving forward, make sure you're hitting your goals, but you've also got yourself a little bit of space to not really panic, to not really feel guilty about watching some TV, to not really feel guilty about doing some random things. Like, yeah, absolutely, set your set some time aside and write some things down of you know it sounds pretentious but books you want to read home things that you want to achieve like you want to make sure that your house is completely merry condoed or it's like perfectly organized or it's just tidy or you want to you know finally finish some sort of housework project that you've been trying to do or maybe you want to learn another language or you want to learn anything you know now is the time to be able to do that but it's all going to be that much easier with this structure. And it's also going to be easier to find some really good Netflix series to binge watch or HBO series to binge watch. I would thoroughly, thoroughly recommend Westworld and um, not Game of Thrones because it, it balls up towards the end. I'd thoroughly recommend Westworld and The Wire. Both start out very slow, but m- fuck me, they are really, really good TV series in my opinion. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I'll play the outro now, but really, if you've got some time, go ahead and give us a five-star review. It doesn't take more than two minutes, and it really does help the show grow. And if you want to ask any questions there, it's awesome. It also gives you some good karma, but you also stand a chance to win some free goodies, which if you listen to this outro, you'll know what they are. But thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you guys in the next one. All right, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode of the Rugby Muscle Podcast, then I've got a quick little request and a potential prize giveaway for you if you do said request. All I want you to do is go to Apple Podcasts and type up a five-star review. Just your general opinions of the podcast would be great feedback. 
but also helps us reach higher rankings, get more exposure, allow me to attract more guests and devote more time to developing a better all-around podcast experience for you. All you have to do once again is go and give us a five-star review on whatever podcast service you use. Let me know that you've got it. And then every single week, I'll be selecting one review to give away a free prize. That free prize will be either one free month of Team Rugby Muscle. That's our world-class strength condition program app delivered directly to your phone. Or if that doesn't interest you, then we've got one free consultation where I'll, I'll go over your training program, your nutrition, and advise you how to best plan for your goals. Even if none of those things interest you, it's still doing me a solid and helping the podcast grow by going and giving us a five-star review. There's no real excuse. It takes like one minute and that helps the show out exponentially. So I'd really appreciate if you could do that. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you in the next one.